0: Good morning, guys. We are going to be talking today about kind of the path from what I want to do for the rest of my life. So the work that I want to accomplish and do for the rest of my life and how I got there from school. So on the last podcast, I talked about how I went from being a biology degree to now doing a humanities and hospitality management uh, degree in theme park and entertainment and that kind of led to talking about how I am working at, how I got a job working at Disney World, and how I moved down, and this today is what we're going to be talking about. So, I went from wanting to be a neurosurgeon, because I went through some medical situations that I will be talking about probably in the next podcast, if not the next, and the following one afterwards, but... I went through some medical problems that kind of led me to wanting to pursue neurology because I thought that if I went through something that somebody else may be going through, I could help them kind of lead them in the path that I was led on with my neurosurgeon. And I want to do neurosurgery. And then I got into two years of doing biology, and I knew that I could not become a neurosurgeon because they are absolutely brilliant, and they can fit so much information in their head, and I am not that kind of learner. I can't fit that much information in my head for some reason, it just doesn't stick. So it led me to going into hospitality and management with a theme park and entertainment degree. Now, this is a big kind of area that you can go into where there's a lot of different things you can do you can pursue um but i am pursuing imagineering at the walt disney company at least that is my dream my end goal because imagineering is one of the hardest jobs to go into it's one of the most unique jobs because they don't pick a specific group of people they pick All different kind of people. They pick people who know, I was reading a book um, and they kind of said you must know a little about everything and a lot about one thing. And that basically means that say I go into college and get my hospitality and management degree in theme park and entertainment. That's my degree. And I know all about theme parks and entertainment and running the business, but I should also know a little bit about architecture, a little bit about art, a little bit about music, a little bit about this and that. And it's kind of like they want you to have all these little sub elements that you have some kind of experience in that makes you unique as an employee, as an Imagineer. Because Imagineers have such a big job where they have so many different things that you can do in Imagineering. There's about 100 different like, elements that you can go into Imagineering for, and then there's sub-elements in those elements, and it can go on and on. And what I want to do, my end goal, is to become a project manager as an Imagineer. And that basically means to oversee all the design aspects of creating a resort, or creating part of a theme park, or creating a restaurant in a theme park or resort. And it's basically taking a an idea from a story or an original tale um, fairy tale like beauty and the beast how they created fantasy land and they created her uh, village home and they created beast castle into the restaurant those kind of people that put the little details in like the glitter and the floor and the beast castle or the cherubs and the ceiling and the beast castle and the gold elements that go into that and it's every little thing that kind of entails all of the kind of theming of the movie or the restaurant that you're in that has the theming of the movie or it's where you basically can walk into a area into a restaurant or a theme park or a resort a bathroom and it brings you into that fairy tale or original tale and that's what Disney is so known for is creating basically like you're stepping into the world that everybody loves so much and that's what excites me i'm really excited to hopefully be able to be a part of creating something so magical like that so when i figured out i wanted to be imagineer i kind of knew that it wasn't a big speciality it's not something known in colleges and i was actually looking at uh, different colleges in florida because i knew that's where i wanted to go and for some reason ucf popped up on my screen university of central florida and it basically was a whole article about a new degree coming to UCF called Themed Experiences, and it talks about creating a themed environment, whether that be at a store, a restaurant, a resort, an aquarium, a virtual reality. It talks about basically creating a themed experience. So it's not just a theme park. They don't want to kind of base it just on theme park. They have themed experiences because anything that you can step into that brings you into a story that you love, brings you into a story you don't know much about, but because of your surroundings, you get to know the story. And as soon as I read that article, I figured out that themed experiences is not a very popular degree. It's something brand new and it's something that the dean, the director of the themed experiences degree, basically came to UCF. He was already working at themed experiences, I believe, in a Virginia school, but don't quote me on that. I'm not sure exactly what school he was working at before, but he used to teach themed experiences there. And he brought it to UCF because University of Central Florida's Hospitality and Management College, the Rosen College, is actually, they call it the international hub hub of themed entertainment and so it kind of brought this new degree that not many people know about to UCF which is one of my top colleges I was looking at actually attending and as soon as I read what that degree was I knew that's what I needed to go into. Now all of you know that you can't just go into a master's degree you have to have a bachelor's degree and I was actually finishing up my associate's degree at the time so I knew that I needed to go into a bachelor's degree And that's where I found hospitality and management. And I thought that's perfect because that's exactly kind of like a branching, kind of like building a tree. That's the roots of what I will be able to go into. So I found hospitality management at UCF and I found hospitality the hospitality campus, the Rosen campus. And I found they have a special certificate track called Theme Park and Entertainment, which is perfect because you're about 10 miles from disney and you're about 10 miles from universal and seven miles from SeaWorld, it was perfect so my whole thing is i went from wanting to be a neurologist to wanting to create theme parks and the reason i did that was because i knew from when i was young i was always told by my grandma is don't go into just a random job find something that you're going to love for the rest of your life find something that you're not going to dread going into work every day you're going to be excited about going into work every day find something that's going to make you happy now and fulfill that accomplishment of how to go there so fulfill that degree fulfill that certificate fulfill anything you need to to start that journey because then it's going to start at a fulfilling job it's going to be something you're going to want to do for the rest of your life you're going to wake up every morning and be excited to go to work And that is something I'm really pumped about because I know for a fact that waking up every morning and going to work where I'll be designing something for the best company in the world, the Walt Disney Company, which is my favorite company. I'm a little biased of that, though, Um, to actually be able to experience that company and be able to say, hey, I'm waking up every morning, I'm getting my coffee and I'm driving to Walt Disney. I'm driving to Disney to become an Imagineer, to do my Imagineer job, to create a park or a restaurant and a resort. And that is what got me excited about this because I knew as soon as I found what that was, it was like God speaking to me, telling me, this is what you need to do. This is it. So I jumped at it. And now I'm going to be going to UCF I actually just put my application in now for the direct connect to UCF from Lake Sumter and I'll be going there for fall of 21 which I'm very excited about so I'm gonna be going in for Imagineering never thought in my life that I could be the one that could create a ride it's really awesome to just think about that hey ten years from now maybe I can say when I'm going into the parks with my parents or my husband or my children and say look i created that i did that i helped with that even just helping with creating part of the park would be astounding so as soon as i figured that out i knew that imagineering was the place for me now if anybody knows applying for walt disney is applying for any disney job is very hard to get into it's a very hard career to just kind of get into because it's very popular and what i mean by that is a lot of people apply for this company. I actually went in person to the casting office in Disney World. And I applied there in person. And I was talking to the um, one of the cast members there. And he was telling me about how they actually don't put many of the main jobs on there. So that basically means what they'll put up is a job that they have multiple positions for. So housekeeping parking, merchandise, uh, concierge, um, janitorial. They put up those positions because what happens is that they put up a position that they only have one slot for, it's going to be very hassling from the pick someone specific. And he actually told me that that Friday before I came, he said that they put up a position, there was only one spot available. As soon as they put up that position on Friday, Sunday, they closed the application because 600 people applied for this job. In three days, not even three days, like two and a half days, 600 people applied for one position. That's why it's so hard to get into the company. At least that's what I think, the reason I think it's so hard. I wouldn't really know the exact reason, but that is one of the big reasons I believe it's so hard to get in with the Walt Disney Company. So what I did was I applied for a couple different jobs. I actually used to apply for just the college internship. And that's the Disney College program. And that's basically where they bring college students in to work for the Walt Disney Company and to experience the company on a new level. And it's basically giving they work over 40 hours it's a very intense program and you get paid to stay on campus you actually get stay on campus you pay for it like a normal apartment but you stay on property and you work for the disney company and their jobs are the normal stuff housekeeping janitorial uh concierge photography they do all those jobs all those people that you see are all mostly disney college program participants And I applied for that program four times. And all four times, I got denied. Now, this is one of the biggest things I'd like to put forward now that I know. Keep applying. Because whether you get it or you don't, you have to keep trying. Because the one chance that you don't apply might be the one chance that you get it. So, what I actually did was I applied for the Disney College program. And I applied for a couple of full-time positions. And I got a email saying that i was accepted to f- go further into the process and with this kind of thing the way they do the disney applications is you apply for a job and they go over your application if they think that you might be a good fit they book you for a web interview and that's basically just like 20 seconds you have to answer like multiple choice questions simple stuff like um if something dangerous going on would you handle it this certain situation and you would answer that question and it's just like fast-paced like yes or no kind of things and it's kind of just to get the idea of who you are as a person it's nothing really specific it's not going to be about your career it's not going to be about your school it's nothing is going to be about that it's all going to be just the common-based web interview 20 second question kind of things so you do the web-based interview and if you pass that then you'll automatically get an email afterwards saying that congratulations Congratulations. you've been accepted to participate in a phone interview. And sometimes they also do a um, video call interview or an in-person. I don't know much about that because I did a phone interview. So you go book your phone interview, you book the date and the time, and then you I would suggest getting prepped, but not to prepped and it's kind of hard to explain it so i was watching a whole bunch of videos youtube videos trying to get ready for a phone interview this was my first one i didn't want to mess up because this was my job this was my dream job i was hoping to get so i i watched a whole bunch of youtube videos and everybody in the youtube videos were the way they kind of did it was they watched a whole bunch of youtube videos wrote down all the questions that those people were asked and then wrote down their answers and they had like sheets of questions and answers and that stressed me out i don't know if anybody gets a little stressed by that kind of situation but that stressed me out so i knew that i couldn't do that so what i did was i kind of watched a couple videos saw some key questions that i presumed they were going to ask me and wrote them down wrote down the answer and then put a quick answer for mine and I kind of put keywords, so I didn't write a whole answer, because when you're doing a phone interview, it's kind of hard, if anybody has done it, it's hard to focus on what they're asking you and having a conversation while also trying to find your answer and find, uh, read the whole thing off, and it, it kind of almost sounds rehearsed. So, I didn't want to do that. So, what I did was I wrote down a couple questions, I had one sheet in front of me, I would suggest writing down your interviewer's name if anything that i would suggest it would be writing down your interviewer's name so i wrote down my interviewer's name and i kind of had my sheet in front of me and it's just kind of like the questions they go over are just kind of basic questions what did you used to do for work what experience do you have what school did you have um a lot of the questions too is like um if you were doing the disney college program would be like have you ever lived on your own before have you lived with the multiple people if you had a problem with those uh roommates what how would you handle it kind of things like that and then they go into when they're going over what job positions because they'll have in front of them they'll have a list of job available as well and they'll go into different things they'll say i see you've worked in merchandise um so what was your job experience there what sometimes i ask some people like um what was their hardest day at work what was an emergency that happened and how did you fix it um they'll also ask you like specific questions so like they asked me because i have experience in merchandise they asked me if you were working at the emporium in magic kingdom and someone came to you and asked you about a certain product you had in stock in office if you have another size in the back and how would you handle it if you don't and so they kind of ask questions like that now they're gonna ask you a whole bunch of different questions and the reason why i say don't try to be too rehearsed is because at the same time you want to sound natural when you're doing a phone interview yes you want to be prepared but to me in general i i don't think that being too prepared is good because i think that you should also Speak from your heart speak from something personal speak for a specific reason don't speak what other people have told you on a thing of what they said because that's not you personally that's not how you would handle the situation and yes Disney would like you to be prepared but Disney also wants to know you and why you're unique and that's one of the big things so I did the phone interview and I passed the phone interview and they actually I was I was a little surprised about this because I've always heard in the videos, that they tell you, okay, we'll get in contact with you, which what positions we have available, and that's when you'll accept and stuff. They told me right off the bat what they had available. And I was put into housekeeping. And he was talking we had a whole thing about housekeeping in my phone interview, but he basically said that we have a full-time position in housekeeping available. And so he actually I took the job <laughs> right there. So I literally that day I went into work. I did my interview with the day I was working I went to work after my interview and I put my two-week notice in and two weeks later I moved down to Florida and then the pandemic hit and this is where it kind of stinks because I went down to Florida and when you do housekeeping housekeeping janitorial I think culinary is another one too I'm not sure exactly you have to go through a PUA test, which is a physical test to basically make sure that you are equipped to handle the job at at task. So housekeeping, you have to be able to stretch a certain thing, you bend down and dust and you have to be able to lift a certain weight and push a certain weight, stuff like that. So it was just basically a test to kind of figure that out so what happened is a lot of the times anybody who do who does a PUA test actually has to retake it this is one of the things that isn't talked about a lot and the reason that is is not because you're unhealthy so the reason why they have to retake it is I was told specifically by my by the person that was doing my test was this is very common a lot of the kids go in and their heart rate is very elevated. Now what they do is they actually go over your medical information before the test and then they check your heart rate and they want to make sure your heart rate is down enough because if you're doing activity and your heart rate is up, they don't want you to be hurt. They don't want you to get hurt if you have a medical condition. And he says a lot of cast members come in to do this test and they don't pass it, because they can't do the test in the first place because their heart rate is too high, and that's because they're too nervous, or they're too anxious, and that's where I was, I was very nervous, I could feel my heart beating out of my chest, I didn't know that was a big part of the test, would have been a little useful to know, but now i do so when you do this test they want to make sure that you're healthy enough to do it because they don't want you to pass out or get sick for some underlying issue so from there you have to get a doctor note basically confirming that you're okay to do the exam that you're good so i got the note passed my doctor's exam got the note And you fax it over to them and they will call you back and reschedule your PUA test. Now, the big thing that's kind of bad about that situation is you have to reschedule sometimes. Most of the time you don't have to, but sometimes you have to reschedule your onboarding exam and your um, traditions class. Now, onboarding, which is where you happen next, so I rescheduled them and went to onboarding. And onboarding is kind of the paperwork day so you go in you sign your paperwork and you sign where you're going to be going and you actually find out your position that you're going to be starting and working at before you go to onboarding so i found out that i'll be working full-time at housekeeping for old key west resort which is a very beautiful resort i'm very excited to be working there so you go for your onboarding you do your paperwork and that's actually where you get your confirm your name for your name tag and you actually get your id picture taken so they do all that there and then you're set for onboarding and you get set up for traditions and traditions is an eight hour class talking about the company so everything you need to know about the company i have not attended traditions so this is kind of a big thing for me so i was supposed to do traditions on march 21st and the pandemic hit so March 18th, they called me and they said, unfortunately, we have to postpone the traditions class until further notice. So at this point, I am still waiting to get my call for my traditions class. And I'm a little nervous because I think at this time, I may be waiting a very long time to start at the company. So I'm not sure where I am standing right now at my work position. So... Until I figure out more about that, I'll let you guys know when I figure out a date I will be going to Traditions, but as of right now, that is where I'm standing. I have done my onboarding, and I am waiting for my first day of work as a housekeeper in Traditions class, so I am waiting for that, but that is kind of my long road for work, basically, so I am sitting and waiting, and hopefully I'll hear back soon, but My big thing I want to pass on to you guys today at the end of this, I kind of want to every podcast is passed on a specific phrase or specific meaning or a specific thing that kind of inspires me throughout the day or throughout my journey of what I went through. And the one thing I can thoroughly tell you guys and thoroughly push for you guys to understand is if you are trying to figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life with a job, Figure out something that you're going to be excited to do. So go into a job that you know you're going to wake up every morning and be excited to go to work. And that's what I want you guys to try to think about. Think about what you're doing now. Think about what you want to do in the future. And think about, am I going to wake up every morning and be excited to go to work? Because that is what I hope you guys go towards. I hope you guys will follow through with that and... Do something that you guys are going to feel proud about going to every day. Think about a job that you're going to feel excited to do your works, proud to accomplish what you're working on. And I hope you guys find that. So it's been wonderful talking to you guys. And I hope you guys got some inspiration for this and understand that the road ahead for work is not always straight. It is bumpy and it is windy and it is rough. But if you find something that's going to make you happy in the long run, if you find something that's going to make you excited to get up every day, isn't that the end goal? Isn't that what dreams should be made of?